Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ready? It's the roundtable with me, Robert Bannon. Okay, everybody, listen, you know him by his first name. He's an Academy Award nominated actor. He's a writer, director, he's an icon. And listen, don't let Robert Bannon fool you. My mother is Rosa Antonio DiMeglio from Fort Lee, New Jersey. So if you're Rosa Antonio DiMeglio, we grew up with this man's work. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Mr. Chaz Palminteri is here. Oh my goodness. Hey, it's good to see you. Good to see it's you, Robert. How are you? So good to see you again. Thank you so much for being here. I am so excited because your one-man show version of The Bronx Tale is back on tour. You are touring. You play 18, 19 characters? 18 characters. 18. Oh. And- yeah. You know, it's pretty uh, – a lot of – well, more people are starting to know now because I've been on tour on and off for like the past 30 years – People re- didn't realize that Bronx Tale started with this. Robert De Niro saw this show. That's how a Bronx Tale got made. When I did it back, I wrote it in 1988, 1989, and I performed it back then. It became the hottest property in the world at the time. Robert De Niro saw it, said it was the greatest one-man show he ever saw. Uh, so I was pretty excited by that. And everybody wanted my play to make a movie, but they didn't want me. They wanted to put a star in the role. And I refused. I had $200 in the bank at the time in 1988. And uh, they offered me 500000 Well, the first offer was two fifty, then five hundred, seven fifty, one million, one million and a half. And I kept saying no, and I had $200 in the bank. And then one night, Robert De Niro came to see it. I didn't know he was in the audience. And uh, somebody told me that De Niro just saw it, and he's in the dressing room waiting for you. I was like, Bob De Niro? He go, yeah. So I went in the dressing room and there he was sitting there, you know, and he said that uh, he loved the piece and he, he was very kind. He said, look, if you sell it, they're going to come to me anyway. But he goes, I know what you want. He goes, you should direct, you should write it because it's your life. You'll be great as Sonny. He goes, I'll play your father and I'll direct it. And that's the way it'll be. And you know what? He kept his word and, and that, blew me up and I became a star from that day on. Well, I mean, and there's there's the poster. The rest is, is literally history. Um, it lives on right. forever, 
for sure. I, and there's so much about your life, reading about your life. You know, you're from the Bronx, you're Sicilian family. Your father was a bus driver. You did witness yeah. this murder at nine. Like it is yes. your life. Yes. I mean, it's exactly the way it happened when I was nine years old. I was sitting on my stoop and this guy, Sonny, killed this guy right in front of me. And I kind of just stared at him. You know, I was like, and he looked at me and I looked at him. And the next minute I knew I was flying up the steps. My father ran down and grabbed me by my arm. And then when, you know, when the cops came, I, I, I even at nine years old, I was smart enough to know you don't rat on anybody. So I didn't rat on him. And then the next day he saw me and he was like, yeah, he, he just smiled and he pointed at me like, you know, like good kid, you know. And then I would hang, hang around there and I would, you know, make cappuccino and cut up the lemons and the limes at the bar for the guys and, you know, go get them sandwiches or cigarettes or things like that. And and my father was very upset by that uh, because even though Sonny, like I said, he was, a, look, don't get me wrong. He was a wise guy and he was a tough guy and a killer. But he wanted the best for me, just like my father did. So that's what makes this story so interesting. It's not about black and white. Mm -hmm. Sonny wanted me to be go to school, go to college, and make something out of my life. With also my father. But my father kept saying, you will be influenced by him. Trust me. Stay away. And my dad was right. He was because I was getting influenced. <laughs> well, it worked out uh, pretty, pretty well for you and, and this story yes. for sure. It touches on so many uh, different things that are contemporary in time, too. I mean, it takes place in the past. But, you know, you were talking about it is about relationships. It is about race. It is about family. It's universal. Yes. theme, So it, it's as relevant now as ever. Right, Robert. It's more it's almost even more powerful today than it was when I first did it. It's, you know, they're archetypes, the characters, you know, they just it's a standard of archetypes in the thing. The father, the mother, Sonny, you know, the, the racism and people like I said, people who've seen the one man show, the movie and the musical say that they like the one man show the best because it's me. I'm Claudio. I'm the little boy. <laughs> And I'm telling you the story and I'm directing all and I, excuse me and I'm acting all the parts. So it's it's just a, a great, great show. If you never saw it, you know, you, you got to come and see it. You know, Alfred Hitchcock used to say there's only three things you could do to an audience. And if you do two out of three, yeah, you got a great, great movie or a play. And the three things are you can make someone laugh, you can make someone cry or you could scare them. That's it. Only three things. And in Bronx Tale, I do all three. I make you laugh, I make you cry, and I scare you. I mean, people stand up and cheer at the end. It's, uh, I, I, you know, I don't brag about anything that I've ever done. I've done 70 movies. I don't really talk about that. But when it comes to the one-man show, I am so proud of it and so excited by doing it. I, I mean, I'm going to be... Uh, I'm going to be, and this tour is like a, an incredible tour. So I'm really excited about doing it. If you go to chazpalmentary.net, you'll see a city that I'll be doing it at. And look, we have listed here, you're, you're in Jersey. I, I'm going to take my dad. I'm coming to, I'm, I'm coming to the Mayo Center because he is the biggest fan of this movie and this show. Oh, you gotta. And so we're and coming. Bring him back, and you got to bring him backstage and say hello. Uh, then that's a deal because he's you're in Morristown, New Jersey. You're in you're in uh, Long Island. You're in coming to Staten Island. You're at Sagerstrom in California, which is beautiful. You're in Pennsylvania. 
Go to chesspulmentary.net. Make sure you get your tickets. The seat, all the parts played by this yeah. gentleman right here. And is- Morristown, Morristown is May 15th, and that's my birthday. So I will be there on my birthday. So uh, I always say, you know, God, come and see the show. Uh, uh, like I said, chazpalmentary.net, or you can go to my podcast. I have a great podcast, Show at gmail.com, Show on YouTube, and it's, it's all over. So uh, either one is perfect. Do you, thank you. I, I love you. You are such the, everything you do is from television to film to, to Broadway. Here's, here's the playbill of when the show ran. Um, yeah. The, the tour. Yeah. What a, what a beautiful run you guys had in New York and everywhere and continues. Yeah. And it just continues. And there are people who saw the show. I think the record, the record of somebody seeing the show over 34 years is 127 times. I mean, come on. I, how could that be? I, I, I told these people, it's a couple, a, a, a young couple. They followed me. I said, look, you guys got to get a life. <laughs> you know, but most people have seen it 10, 20 times. When I did it on Broadway, he said it was the only, no, he said there were only three shows that ever where the people left the theater and got online again to buy tickets again. So um, believe me, I'm not bragging. It's, you come and see it, and you'll see what I'm saying. I saw the I saw the musical. We went for my father's birthday because he's a gigantic fan, and um, with my brother, who is not a musical or a theater person at all. He's a he's a police. He's a detective in New Jersey, and wow. we they loved it. Their favorite because it's just such a beautiful, wonderful story. Um, a, so thank you for yeah. sharing. Thank you, thank you, Robert. I appreciate that. And uh, um, like I said, anybody wants to know where I'm doing it, chazpalmentary.net or go to chazpalmentary podcast and you'll get all the info. Uh, before we, we, I just have to say, after you were on with the cast of A Bronx Tale on our broadcast reunion series, you had mentioned that you have a restaurant in New York City and one by oh. where you live out in Westchester. And, uh, and, <laughs> and we went. Oh, you went. This was us. We oh went God, where we, we we went as a big group. We went for a birthday, and let me tell you, it was delicious. The maitre d was so nice. The waiter was so great. We yes. talked about you. We had the best <laughs> time. If you want to make a reservation, go to chazpalmentariamc.com and come. Go yes. to go to New York. You have to delicious Italian. Food, but special, yeah. not just your run-of-the-mill kind of food. No, 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 no. It has to be great because my name's on it. I have two restaurants, 30 West 46th Street in Manhattan and 264 Main Street in White Plains, New York. White Plains. Delicious. We had uh, the most wonderful meal. It's break some bread, have a glass of wine, and, and celebrate with someone special. Come go to those restaurants for sure. Um, I know you're always up to something. Your podcast, your touring, Everything that you've said, all the lessons you exhibit to everyone, but but what I take away when I watched the movie the other day again, and what it remembers is wasted talent. For someone like me, yeah. for, tw- for 20 years, I left doing stuff like this and, and tried to be normal and have a regular job. And the line yeah. in the movie and the lesson that's taught to you and that there's so many children out here and kids and adults that have that are afraid. How did you have the yes. courage to just keep going? 
doing and not well actually i'm glad you brought that up that actually is my father's line who said that there was a great fighter back then named billy bellow he fought for the light heavyweight uh no championship and then two weeks later they found him on a rooftop with a needle stuck in his arm and my father was devastated and he told me he said the saddest thing in life is wasted talent that was his line so when i was nine years old he wrote it on a card in fact you know it's funny i have the card here this is not the card, but uh, this is a replica of the card. The saddest thing in life is wasted talent. I signed it, and I actually you can you can purchase this on my website, chazpalmetary.net. I always carry little cards with me when I meet a young actor or a young person, and I tell them, I said, here, take this card. I sign it because it 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 inspired me. I keep looking at it. I was looking at it when I grew up, and obviously it worked out really good. I put it in my daughter's room and my son's room growing up, and I drilled it into the head. My son just graduated the top musical school in, in Boston, Berkeley College, and my daughter is going to the top program in the University of Michigan. So, um, you know, the card works. <laughs> I inspired, you know, it's, it's an inspirational card. Um, and it's an inspirational line in the movie. So thank you for sharing that because it's been in my head and swimming in my head for the, for the yeah, past that's my time. So many I'm very proud of it. Yeah, my dad so many lives. It was my mantra my whole life. Do you feel, before I let you go, that the stage and being all the characters, I can't even imagine how you know the lines. I know you've been doing it for, for so many years, but yeah. <laughs> I can't. Um, being uh, on television and film versus the stage, is it the audience? Is it that it's one time and it's done instead of resetting and take, what, what is the magic of being on the stage versus in, on the screen? You know what? It's like walking a tightrope. When you do a film, which I love, and when you do a, a, a TV, I love, but you know, you're walking a tight, you're walking like a plank with a big net underneath you. Because if you mess up, you know, they go cut. All right. Let's go over the lines. Let's take it again. Oh, let's try it out. That didn't work. On stage, this is it. This is it, babe. You're yeah. walking the tightrope. There's a live audience. They're watching you. We're all looking at each other, the actors, or if I'm doing a one-person show. Uh, that's it. And it's spontaneous. You know, it's just things happen. You know, things happen. Um, any any minute, something could – they laugh certain things that you didn't think they would laugh at. They – they don't live. Yeah, it's it's like amazing. So uh, to me, it's like walking the tightrope. And you know what? As an actor, where I started in theater, I'm a member of the Actors Studio, where I go every Wednesday. I still go there to work out and train. And that is, acting theater is like aerobics. You do the aerobics. It's like the nuts and bolts of acting. If you could do theater, usually you could do film and television. But the opposite is not true. There are many big stars who I know, I won't mention their names, who do theater, who do film and television, huge stars. And they look at me and they go, Chaz, I won't go near that. I don't care how much money they pay me. It's just too hard. It's just too hard. But you know what? It's the real essence of acting, as far as I'm concerned. Agreed. Oh my goodness, I could talk to you about acting for hours because, as an acting student myself, you are you are one of the the greats because you do the comedy. I mean, there's not an airplane without seeing you pop up on Modern Family, or yeah. then seeing you on Order, or seeing you on Blue Blood, or you know, you on in Down to Earth with Chris Rock is one of my favorite. Like you have done, there's a, a wide range of roles and work that you've done. 
and that's all the craft and your love and attention to the craft of acting yes. is what makes the difference for sure. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's, that's exactly what it is. It's the craft. You have to have the craft. People think they could just get up there and, and act. You know, uh, sometimes you could do that one role, you know, if you're really right for it. Mm -hmm. But if you really want longevity and you want to be an actor in this business, you have to learn the craft because sooner or later, you know, it'll come out of the wash. You'll do something and you go, uh oh, I'm not prepared for this. So you have to have the craft to back you up. Well, we're all going to go to www.chazpalmentary.net. And if you're in, the New California and the LA area, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, California, and more, more dates added and more dates not even listed. Yes. Make sure you get your tickets. One man, all the roles, the story that you love. Chaz Palminteri, the Bronx Tale one man show is coming to your neck of the woods. Make sure you get tickets. And Mr. Palminteri, it is always such an honor and pleasure to talk to you. It really is uh, something special. Well, God bless. Thank you, Robert. You you ask great questions. That's why I like seeing you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'll see you in I'll see you in Jersey in May. Absolutely. Bring your dad. That's a deal. Okay. Thank you so much. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.